I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Ally, Steve Bannon, sentenced to four months. Ward 8 residents speak out after the use of force by police officers goes viral. At MPD headquarters, I'm John Doman. Gains on Wall Street Saturday at the close, um, gains on Wall Street Friday at the closing bell into Saturday. The Dow was up 750 points. Good morning, it's 4 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. The previous president of the United States is now under formal subpoena in the congressional investigation of the riot of his followers and efforts to keep current President Biden from being certified the 2020 election winner. The House panel subpoena seeks to have former President Trump testify beginning on or about November 14th. It's demanding testimony and documents from the former president, arguing he played a central role in trying to subvert the election and triggered the January 6th assault on the Capitol. In a letter accompanying the subpoena, committee chairman Benny Thompson and vice chair Liz Cheney wrote, quote, the evidence demonstrates that you knew this activity was illegal and unconstitutional and also knew that your assertions of fraud were false. CBS News correspondent Deborah Alfaron also connected to that House committee investigation. Longtime Trump ally Steve Bannon has been sentenced to four months behind bars. Bannon, who previously called members of the committee gutless, becomes the first person with close ties to former President Trump to be sentenced to prison time and the fallout from the Capitol attack. Trump's former trade advisor, Peter Navarro, is expected to stand trial next month. As for Bannon, the judge said he'll hold off on imposing the sentence while Bannon appeals. Skyler Henry, CBS News, Capitol Hill. One day after a federal court gave the go-ahead, an appellate court now pauses President Biden's move to forgive federal student loans to millions. The Biden administration is barred from forgiving student loan debt as part of his newly unveiled relief program after an appeals court temporarily paused the initiative at the request of a group of states' attorneys general on the grounds that their States were being unduly harmed by the loan forgiveness. The Eighth Circuit Court of Appeals issued the administrative stay late Friday after a lower court had already dismissed the case. Friday's order is not a ruling based on the merits of the lawsuit, but a temporary stay as briefs from both parties are due next week. Rob Legary, CBS News, Washington. Gun safety and gun regulation remain very controversial subjects here, but North of the border, there is now a freeze on the sale and transfer of handguns. From today forward, it is no longer legal to buy sell or transfer a handgun in Canada. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, it is now also illegal to bring handguns into Canada. A debate is currently underway in the Canadian Parliament on a bill that would be one of the strongest pieces of gun legislation in decades. Steve Futterman, CBS News. Ukrainian forces are reported bombarding Russian positions in the occupied and illegally annexed southern region of Kherson as the U.S. and Western allies accuse Russia of using Iranian drones to attack civilians and power plants in Ukraine. This is CBS News. Hey, Washington fans, this is Doug Williams, Subo 22 MVP. Throughout my career, I've had my share of pain, but no one needs to live that life in pain. The Good Feet Store personally fit art support for your feet that are engineered to relieve foot, knee, and back pain. When I found the Good Feet Store, I found the support I needed for my feet. Good feet are support to help relieve my foot and back pain and let me get back to living the life I love. 
I don't go a day without my Good Feet Arch Support. Stop by your nearest Good Feet store today for a free personalized fitting. Don't take my word for it. See the difference Good Feet Arch Support can make for you. Go to goodfeet.com to find the store nearest you and book your appointment or stop in today. Tell them Doug sent you. The Good Feet Store has seven locations in the greater D.C. and in greater Baltimore. Visit goodfeet.com to book your appointment today or stop by the store nearest you. I'm Jonathan Cotton, and we look forward to seeing you at the Good Feet Store. WTLP at 404. Good Saturday morning. We've made it to the weekend, everybody. October 22nd, 2022. Mostly sunny. Very pleasant today. The high should reach about 70. Should be a beautiful Saturday. You're waking up to 44 degrees right now. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your weekend morning ride. Topping the local stories we're looking at for you as we ride into this Saturday together. We begin this morning with a new controversy connected locally to campaign 2022. A candidate for governor of Maryland is responding now to a video of him apparently accepting a gift from the Maryland Proud Boys. In a video, the Washington Post says it found on Republican Dan Cox's Vimeo account, a man wearing a black shirt with a Proud Boys insignia approaches Cox at his primary victory party and hands him the gift, a small comb. Here, this is a present from Maryland Proud Boys to you. Cox, in a statement to WTOP, says, quote, In the noise of the victory celebration, it was hard to hear what was being said. I was surprised by him handing me something, and frankly, I did not even keep the comb. The Proud Boys were involved in the storming of the Capitol January 6th and have a history of violence. Cox also says, quote, I have no affiliation with anyone involved in the violence on January 6th, period. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. WTOP at 405. Two men are under arrest this morning on charges of assaulting a woman and pushing her off a metro bus locally in southeast D.C. at the start of this week. Video of that attack went viral. Eight people in all believed involved, including teens. 27-year-old Imani Hubbard of southeast D.C. is under arrest this morning, along with 35-year-old Terry Barnes of Wilson, North Carolina. Now, the woman says she got into an argument, apparently, with a group of teens around 4 in the afternoon this past Monday after boarding the W4 Metro bus and asking them to stop cursing. Things escalated, and the group started throwing things at her, apparently, before pushing her off the bus altogether at one of the stops. Metro's GM, Randy Clark, says this week the attack is reprehensible and unacceptable. D.C. Attorney General Carl Racine says that this incident requires urgent review and accountability. An internal investigation by Metro concludes that the bus driver did not follow proper procedure during this incident to that in the driver we are told will face disciplinary action. WTOP at 406. Meantime, DC police arrested two men in Southeast locally. This happening late Thursday night, charging them with assault of a police officer. Now video showing how the two were arrested in that incident has gone viral. It started with gunshots and while police were searching through a stolen car, they say a group of men came up to them and threatened an officer. When they tried to arrest him, police say 30-year-old Tawan Coleman attacked officers, sparking a melee along Stanton Road. Viral video shows 23-year-old Tyon Jackson getting slammed hard enough into a waist-high fence that he lurches back. This incident was totally unacceptable on so many levels. D.C. Councilman Trayon White. I also see uh, a police officer kicking one of the uh, guys, while he's on the ground, also detained by other officers. Both men were arrested for assaulting police. I know that MPD explains that he's pulling away uh, from the guy with his foot. I don't see that. Both men were arraigned, and for now at least, their cases are moving to trial. 
At MPD headquarters, John Dome in WTOP News. Hey, ladies, ready to order appetizers? Hmm, I don't think I should. I'm trying to cut back on spending lately. Didn't you download that Upside app I told you about? The one that gets you cash back. Huh? No, I didn't. Is it really worth it? Yes, because of cash back from Upside, I haven't had to cut back. Even with prices getting extremely high lately. Wow. And what do you get cash back on again? You get money back on gas, groceries, and it works at restaurants. Look, I get 37% cash back on this meal, including on drinks and apps. All right, I'm sold. You order the apps, I'm buying and getting the cash back on Upside. Oh no, I've created a monster. Download the free Upside app and use promo code APPS for an extra $10 on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code APPS for an extra $10 on the free Upside app. Remember, use promo code APPS for an extra $10 on your first purchase. Don't cut back. Get cash back with the free app from Upside. Good Saturday morning. This is the weekend, everybody. We've made it. Welcome in. October 22nd on WTLP at 408. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. I think in weather on the 8s and when it breaks, good morning to Ian Crawford with us in the WTLP Traffic Center. Hello there, Dino. We've got crash activity in Maryland to talk about. Northbound on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway inside the Beltway after 410. The crash right before the Capitol Beltway. It's a single left lane to get by. And thank you so much to the callers for all the updates. Much appreciated. We don't have any cameras there. And it's we don't have any communication with the park police. So we're relying on you to be our eyes and ears. But again, single left should be getting by the crash activity northbound BW Parkway before the Capitol Beltway. The other issue in Maryland is going to be outbound on the Suitland Parkway at Naylor Road. Earlier caller had told us that lanes had been blocked by crash activity. and We were following police direction to get around as you leave the district getting into uh, Prince George's County, Maryland. Extra caution. And again, be prepared for a redirect outbound Suitland Parkway in Virginia. The continuing saga of our work zone on the interloop after Gallows Road. Right lane gets by. We've had some several stoppages as they do the overhead work. Have not seen them pull that one in about an hour or so. Maybe they're getting ready to fold up the tent and go home. We can only hope, but for right now, it's a fairly quiet ride, though single right is getting you by. On the outer loop coming off the Legion Bridge and into the work zone near the GW Parkway, that's one to the left to get by. But again, no issues here so far as traffic volumes remain light. Over the top of the Beltway on I-66 westbound from Falls Church toward Vienna and Oakton, it's a single right, check that, a single left lane to get by. Inside the Beltway near the Roslyn Tunnel, right before the Roslyn Tunnel, it's one to the left to get past that work zone. Visit fitsmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs next to a new car. If it's way used car is best, visit fitsmall.com today. I'm Ian Crawford, WTLP Traffic. We are looking at what should be a phenomenal day on our Saturday. Starting off on a cool note, once again, temperatures in the low to mid-30s in the suburbs into the low to mid-40s inside the Beltway and off towards the uh, Chesapeake Bay. Now as we move on through the afternoon, high temperatures getting into the upper 60s to around 70. That coming with abundant sunshine, so really great on Saturday. Sunday, more clouds. We'll see a chance of a shower, mostly along and east of I-95, but not a wash out of a day. Uh, high temperatures into the mid-60s. Monday and Tuesday, highs around 70. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. We're at 47 degrees in Hyattsville, 36 Fredericksburg, Virginia, 47 East in Maryland. We're back up to 44 in our nation's capital, 4 a.m. hour, Saturday morning, October 22nd. Welcome to the weekend. Thanks for spending part of it with us this early morning here at WTOP. This latest check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 
Good morning. Glad you're with us here at WTOP, where the time now is 4:11. This is WTOP News. A federal appeals court temporarily halting the imminent cancellation of federal student loans under President Biden's debt relief program. Now, this development coming days after millions of borrowers began applying for the program, which offers up to $20,000 in loan forgiveness. This morning, Daniel Douglas Gabriel, a national higher education reporter for The Washington Post, joins us with her thoughts on this decision. There is another lawsuit coming out of Texas, and this one is being brought by uh, one borrower who just is not eligible for the debt relief because she has one of these federally backed but privately held loans, uh, and and another borrower who is not eligible for the full $20,000 because he never received a federal Pell Grant as an undergraduate. Now, that case in particular, from what legal experts are telling me, could have a real risk for the program because of the court of which it's being filed. And so I would watch that. Uh, certainly there is a hearing in uh, for arguments as to whether there should be an injunction this Tuesday coming up. So we're definitely paying attention to that. And I'm sure the millions of borrowers who have applied thus far will be as well. When this program launched, when the president made the announcement from the people that you were speaking to then, was it believed that ultimately he would be successful, but not before some of these legal twists and turns? I think a lot of people anticipated what we're seeing here in terms of just the flurry of lawsuits being filed in the courts. And, you know, there was always question as to whether the legal standing that the Department of Education and the president says gives the president the authority or the secretary of education the authority to do this was completely sound. But the Justice Department did issue this 23-page memo really spelling out why this statute, this 2003 statute known as the HEROES Act, was the appropriate statute because it had granted the secretary extraordinary powers in times of national emergencies. And by all estimation, COVID would meet the threshold. So really, you know, people anticipated this. Not totally surprised to see the the pace of lawsuits, but certainly, you know, for all the borrowers who are hoping to receive some relief from this, this is this is a, a probably anxiety inducing. So I fully <laughs> understand that. The Washington Post National Higher Education reporter Daniel Douglas Gabriel talking to WTOP's Dimitri Sotis. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Kansas City Steak Company, another AmericanEagle.com success story. Started in 1932 as a family-owned butcher shop, today they're a leading distributor of superior all-American steaks delivered right to your door, ready for the grill and your taste buds. When it came to their website, an average site wouldn't do. They chose AmericanEagle.com to take their website to the next level. With a dramatic increase in competition and a softening market demand, they had two challenges. Improve their brand presence and message and produce a positive return. AmericanEagle.com got to work and executed usability studies and detailed audits of site experience, digital assets, and marketing. The result, an integrated digital marketing and customer experience plan, organic traffic increase of 20%, and a long-term roadmap for success. If you love great steaks, go to KansasCitySteaks.com for website design, development, and online solutions that bring efficiency and results. Visit AmericanEagle.com. If you need a results-driven website, call the team at AmericanEagle.com at 877-WEBNOW1. That's 877-WEBNOW1. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. 
Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Good Saturday morning. It's the weekend, everybody. We made it. October 22nd, 4.15. Once again, let's check in with Frankie this morning. Another win for the Wizards. Now 2-0 after knocking off Chicago. 102-100. Bulls 3 at the horn was no good. Bradley Beal moments before. Game-winning shot as he had 19 points and 8 assists to lead the Wiz. Coach kept me in the middle of the floor. Um, I told myself I'm going to get a shot up and I'm going to make the shot. I mean, I was... Well, that's what it was, just being locked into the moment, staying engaged in the game. It's a great screen. I just made a good read and just try to get the best shot possible. Kyle Kuzma added 26 points, 6 rebounds. Wizards look to go 3-0 and Tuesday night against the Cleveland Cavaliers. NLCS Phillies take a 2-1 lead in their best-of-seven series against San Diego. Phillies hold off the Padres 4-2. The Commanders again ready for the Packers Sunday at 1 o'clock. Five players ruled out, including wide receiver De'Ami Brown and tight end Logan Thomas. As for rookie wide receiver Jahan Dotson, he's questionable with that hamstring injury. Already out Carson Wentz because of that broken finger. Team turning to Taylor Heineke at quarterback, trying to knock off the Packers and Aaron Rodgers again Sunday, 1 o'clock at FedEx Field. Capitals, they're off on Friday night as they get the L.A. Kings at home on Saturday. I'm Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Frankie. As always, 416, Saturday morning, October 22nd. Welcome into WTOP. The top stories we're following for you this early weekend morning. New video this week shows Dan Cox, Maryland's Republican nominee for governor, apparently greeting a member of the Proud Boys and accepting a gift. This was at a primary victory party over the summer. In a statement now, Cox tells WTOP this week it was noisy in the room at that time and hard to hear what was going on. He says he did not keep the gift. The House panel investigating January 6th has subpoenaed formally former President Donald Trump for testimony and records related to the orchestrated plot to overturn the 2020 election. The committee says Mr. Trump personally oversaw the effort. And locally, over 800 ex-cons are getting back their right to vote in Virginia. On this, Governor Glenn Youngkin says this week second chances are essential. The former prisoners have uh, to register for this now by Monday, though, just a couple of days. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. For the time now is 417. Have you heard about this? It seems more kids these days are showing up in those emergency rooms because of e-scooters. Saying helmets are absolutely a must. There was a not insignificant number of very serious head injuries, things like skull fractures, bleeds inside the head. Dr. Harrison Hayward of Children's National Hospital says nationwide between 2011 and 2020, just over 10% of all reported injuries to children riding scooters were head injuries. It was a combination of injuries, whether it's concussions or, uh, you know, lacerations to the scalp. The most common injuries were arm fractures, followed by scrapes and abrasions, then injuries to the lower extremities. Christy King, WTOP News. The invasion of Ukraine. Live updates 24-7-365. Washington's top news, 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. The latest in just moments after traffic and weather here on WTOP, where the time now is 4.18. Good morning. Traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, Ian Crawford's with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Right back to Virginia and on the Capitol Beltway, the inner loop work zone that we had after the after Gallows Road is gone. All the traffic lanes have been reopened. Everything is packed up and gone home, just as we kind of suspected. But now the, the traveling should be completely open. If they're still clearing some codes out of my camera view, extra caution, they'll be over on the left side. But once you're past them, you have all travel lanes available. Waiting for an all-clear on our outer loop work zone after the GW Parkway heading toward Georgetown Pike. Watch for that coming off the Legion Bridge, and the left lane will get you by. 
on 66. Over the top of the Beltway, the, the work zone from the Capitol Beltway toward Nutley Street. Left lane gets by there, and then after Fair Lakes and Fair Oaks, exit 57 for Route 50. That's one to the right to get by. Manassas with work this morning. Westbound after Sudley Road, a left lane getting by as there looks like they're doing some overhead work on one of the gantries, one of the toll gantries. On the rest of the Virginia roadway is actually fairly quiet. The earlier work zone we had northbound 395 near Edsel Road is gone. Looks like the one near Duke Street southbound on 395 is still there. And over on the right, over on the left side, you're getting by a single right. In Maryland, the crash activity is uh, BW Parkway northbound before the Capitol Beltway with the left lane getting by. Thank you very much to the callers for the update. Southbound, or check that, Suitland Parkway outbound at Naylor Road. The lanes were blocked for crash activity. We were following police direction to get around 50 across the Bay Bridge. We are still doing the two-way Samba on the eastbound span. One lane in each direction, to and from the shore without delay. Bear that in mind if you're trying to get an early start for Sunfest this morning. On the rest of the Maryland roadways, actually, we're doing fairly quietly. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. We've got a beautiful day out there on our Saturday. High temperatures in the upper 60s to around 70 degrees after a cold start. Once again, 30s and 40s to start off our Saturday, but warming nicely with all that sunshine. During the afternoon on Sunday, we'll see plenty of cloud cover, chance of some shower activity, too. High temperatures in the mid-60s. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Right now, it's 42 degrees in Reston. You're waking up to 47 degrees in Bethesda, 37 in Woodbridge. We're at 44 in Holding at our nation's capital. 4 a.m. hour, Saturday morning, October 22nd. They're just spending your early part of your weekend with us here at WTLP. This chat brought to you by New Look Home Design, the roofing experts. Call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300. NewLookHomeDesign.com. Check them out. WTLP at 421. Every year, sudden unexpected infant death claims the lives of 3,600 babies, and it can happen in an instant. He was just like face down. I feel like so helpless in that moment. Soft mattresses, pillows, blankets, and stuffed animals can cause sudden unexpected infant death. The safest place for your baby is in a crib with nothing but a firm, flat mattress. For more about how to create a safe sleep environment for your baby, visit firstcandle.org forward slash safe sleep. This is WTOP News. L2 Ukraine this morning. Russian positions in the illegally annexed southern Kherson region were bombarded this week by Ukrainian forces. Ukrainians targeted resupply routes across a major river is what they say as they inched closer to a full assault on one of the first urban areas that Russia captured. Ukraine says there's a strong likelihood now that Russian troops will destroy an important power plant in the Kherson region. This morning, WTOP national security correspondent J.J. Green from Latvia explains how destroying that power plant could impact the Ukrainians. A couple of Ukrainian Ministry of Defense officials, they can think of no better way to explain this except to say that the people that are planning it and plotting it are just simply evil diabolical. When you look at what the Russian military has done to the people of Ukraine since this phase of its war started, you don't want to rank the horrific atrocities that they've committed, but if you did, I mean, because thousands of people have died, but, but if you did, what they may be planning next could top the list, because basically if they blew up this hydroelectric dam, essentially a wall of water, feet high, many feet high could just wash over entire villages, wiping out thousands of homes and people. This is a really serious thing. They're very serious 
thinking that Russia is planning to do this. So we really need to watch this very carefully. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin and Russia's equivalent Sergei Shoigu spoke on the phone. One imagines that must have been a rather interesting conversation. That's right, Hillary. This was the only the second time they've spoken. In fact, they last spoke in May. So according to the Pentagon, this was an opportunity. And they say this was an opportunity to connect and keep the lines of communication open in light of this ongoing war. So there is some hope there that at least our Pentagon, our military officials have some contact with the folks in Russia, maybe in a moment of realization by the Russians that maybe what they're doing is the wrong thing. Maybe somebody there can kind of talk some sense into them. But I think this is the reason why these channels are open. And I'm told Secretary Austin emphasized the importance of continuing these conversations, considering this war, where it's going and the direction it's going in. Well, speaking of the direction of which way the war is going, you are in Riga, Latvia, with a lot of global security leaders, and clearly Ukraine's dominating the conversation. What is their sense of how this might end? Sometimes the more you learn, the more you wish you didn't know. And in this particular situation, you know, I have to say, while there have been some bright spots and some bright lights, it's coming very clear that people here in this region are expecting this not to end soon. And it might still not end well for Ukraine. That doesn't mean Ukraine will lose this war, but what they're simply saying is they just might not win it either. It might just be a long, really difficult, bloody war. And that's what the majority of people are saying. They're also saying this in part because they still have doubts about whether the West is totally committed to a long-term war. After the winter, making it through the winter is just going to be one hurdle. There are going to be others after the winter. And then there's this question about who is pulling the strings in Russia and what will happen if that leadership, for some reason, changes. Will it get better or would it be worse? And what we're hearing is that it wouldn't likely get any better at all. With the latest of the war between Russia and Ukraine from Latvia, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green talking with Sean and Hillary. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. We know you're listening to WTOP for the latest news, traffic, and weather on your commute. But what about when you're at home? Listening to WTOP on your smart speaker is easy. Just say, Alexa, open WTOP. Or, okay, Google, play WTOP 24-7, 365. Never miss a moment of today's top news at home on your smart speaker. WTOP, Washington's top news. WTOP News Time 425. Money news at 25 and 55 on WTOP. Dow gained 749 points in Friday's session. That was 2.5%. Verizon stock fell 5% Friday, hitting an 11-year low after reporting just 8,000 new wireless subscribers last quarter. The fiscal 2022 U.S. budget deficit was cut in half. After two years of COVID-related spending, the Washington Post cites documents that show Elon Musk would cut 75% of Twitter's workforce if he takes over ownership. Jeff Claybone, WTOP News. Dr. Travis Stork here to tell you about a great pain reliever called Salon Pos Pain Relieving Patches. Salon Pos is pain medicine in a patch. You stick it right on sore muscles for up to eight hours. Clinical research has shown that people that used Salon Pos reported less pain with improvement in mood, sleep, and the ability to work. Safe, effective relief is one peel in place away. Salon Pass, it's good medicine. The invasion of Ukraine. Updates and analysis 24 7, 365. 
Washington's Top News, 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. We know you're listening.